Have you ever started a business course or tried to learn a particular strategy and at some level you're asking yourself, how do I not go broke? How do I not look bad? How do I succeed without failing? Well, I have people ask me all the time as well, what's my purpose? What's my passion in life? What am I here to do? And energetically what they're asking is, how do I get famous? How do I make money doing it? And how do I be admired? Now, these questions allow you to look inside you and say, what's the energy that I'm bringing to this business journey? And if you're a spiritual entrepreneur, this energy may bring you down the spiral until you learn some deeper truths, some deeper lessons that you are not your outcomes. You are not your outcomes. If at some level you're saying, I need to make money to feel safe, or I need to succeed here to feel enough or to feel loved. You may be wanting a deeper truth and your, your business growth is not going to come from a evolution of tactic or strategy. It's going to come from a shift in paradigm. A shift in paradigm where you start asking, hey, universe, how can I welcome in not what my mind wants, but what my soul needs? And that's what we dive into here. What you're about to tune into is a live pop-up bonus coaching call for the Serving Circle members. And we dive into all these deeper truths and deeper challenges that you may be facing in your business. So what you're going to learn here is one, how to find out, how to identify what you're attached to on this business journey. Two, what your business can do to align with some divine laws. Three, how you can really find out what you're here to give. What are you really here to give? How are you really here to serve? And four, how your business can start taking exponential leaps instead of linear leaps. Yes. It's here and in the Serving Circle where you help elevate consciousness through spiritual business success. So if you're a spiritual entrepreneur and you're wanting to collaborate with your soul tribe, I'll see you in the Serving Circle. But until then, let's dive into the episode. Hello and welcome to the Awaken Your Business podcast. My name's Tyson Sharp. And if it's also your mission to heighten consciousness, yes, you are a light worker. And it's in this podcast where you execute that heart's mission by integrating your spiritual and business growth. This is what I call stepping into the role of the heart-centered CEO. This is the version of you who knows the numbers, you know how to grow an audience, you know how to create more impact and more income, but every business strategy is done through the filter of love, compassion, consciousness, and contribution. So when you're ready, take a deep breath, and I'll see you on the inside. The reason why I really wanted to do this was exactly what I mentioned before earlier on the collaborative call was I, no, I start noticing a lot more of a lot more of people's energy rather than their their mind's intent and so I'd love to get a bit of a poll here if anyone has been able to notice their own energy whether they're learning a business tactic learning a strategy or trying to implement something and they realize at some level they're doing it from a place of fear. They're doing it from a place of safety. From a show of hands, has anyone caught themselves in that pattern? Yeah, me too. Definitely me too. This is something that we really want to have as have as an insight and, and start to be aware of those patterns because I believe we're here to learn something more deeply than what we're here to achieve. 
and that's where our mind stays our mind stays in this with this intent and energy and focus towards if i'm succeeding i'm doing better than if i wasn't succeeding and if i'm not succeeding it triggers all the emotional patterns of i'm not enough i'm not loved i'm not seen i'm not safe this sound familiar it's just me i think this is the this is the real the real pattern that we can start to become aware of but what i started noticing is that if you start to look at your business journey from a deeper perspective one that goes beyond just external success you really start allowing life to happen at a different rate and you start to allow whatever needs to happen for your growth will happen now sometimes that goes beyond what your mind thinks should happen so i want you to think about whenever you've joined a program a course whenever you're reading a book whenever you're trying to implement something in your life or in your business and you catch yourself with that energy of saying oh my god if only i'm to succeed and i'm trying to find some steps i'm trying to find a path that's going to help me get there with safety that's going to help me get there so i don't feel alone so i don't feel lost and confused so i don't go broke right here's my question what's more important is it finding a place is it finding a way to succeed from a place of safety and fear or is it surrender to the process and welcome in whatever life has for you for your own personal and spiritual development that's what really that's where the rubber meets the road with your with your beliefs and with your the, the energy that you're putting out into the world i asked a question last week that kicks this up as well and it'll, this is the question that allows your ego to freak out it's the intent and it's the prayer or the question however you want to frame it that allows the egoic patterns to freak out that need to be healed and that is the prayer of allow whatever to happen allow life to happen as it needs to another way of saying that is show me who and what i really am regardless of the consequences so if you to ask life god your higher self spirit whatever that may be and you ask us and you ask show me who and what i really am regardless of the consequences Does something inside you freak out? A lot of people are saying to the universe, hey, they, they, treat, they, treat, uh, they treat the universe, they treat God like Santa Claus. And they go into their meditations and they go into their spiritual practice and they say, hey, how can I get? How can I get more of this? How can I have less of this thing I don't want? And apply that to business how do i succeed in a way that's safe in a way where i'm not harmed i'm not hurt i don't have any pain i'm very comfortable and then i'm admired by everyone has anyone caught themselves with these types of intent me too 
Now, there may be something more deep happening here. There may be something more deep that you're being called to because that pattern probably has served you up until now or up until a point in your life where it did help to focus on the external goal, the external success, the external uh, pattern, right? For you to go out there and say, oh my God, I'm not a victim of life. I can actually put effort in and start achieving what I want to achieve. And then you actually achieve it. And there's personal growth. There's actually spiritual growth in that. But odds are, if you're here, you're now at a deeper level of consciousness, a different level of consciousness, where you're ready for some deeper lessons that go beyond who and what I am is the outcome. Are we all following? That's what the ego says. The ego says, who and what I am is the outcome. Who and what I am is my, who and what I am is what I do. Who and what I am is the perceptions and opinions of other people. So if someone thinks I'm, if someone thinks I'm awesome, that means I'm awesome. If someone thinks I'm useless, it means I'm useless. Right? Also a pattern of the mind says more is better. Have you caught yourself in that pattern? It says more, as long as I achieve more, I'm better off. But who's ready for some deeper questions? It may, it may kick up your ego a little bit, but here's the reminder. Whatever is being triggered in you through these questions and through this conversation is the very side of you that needs to be healed for you to welcome in a deeper truth, for you to live from a place of more of your divine essence, where you're starting to take more and more of your power back. This is the way I've sort of been describing it in, to, in my group coaching calls as well with my clients is saying, when you start to notice the fears, the uncertainties, the doubts, the confusion that's coming up, it's allowing you to see what is in me that needs to be healed so I can take more of my power back. If you imagine yourself as, as energy, as your life force, chi, whatever you want to call it, and notice whatever you're attached to in your external environment, whatever your mind's attached to in terms of results, outcomes, other people, your life force, your energy, your spirit, part of your spirit is attached to that, is attached to, I need to make money to feel safe, or I need to do this live and make sure that heaps of people see it, or my Instagram needs to go up to this amount of, of followers. Or I'll need to get, I need to get into this relationship, but don't you dare leave me. Whatever you're attached to, whatever, you, whatever scenarios, circumstances, events that are in your life that your energy is attached to, when your fears come up, it's the side of you coming up that needs to be healed so you can take that power back, so you can become more empowered. Imagine a life where you are completely in your center completely in your in present moment, completely empowered, regardless of what ha happens externally, regardless of the external results in your business launch, or how much money you're making per month, or what your partner's doing, even what your health is doing. It goes beyond, it goes beyond the pattern that says my mind's expectations determines how I'm doing in life. My mind's expectations of my money is here, my health is here, 
my, you know, my relationships are here. And because it's at this level, that means I'm doing well and I'm living, I'm living my life by, you know, by divine laws. It goes beyond that and says, Hey, how about I live in a life of more and more surrender to no matter what happens. And I take my energy back and I say, how may I serve? How can I show up in a more heart centered way? How can I be more loving? How can I be more caring? Now, when you operate from that place, what do you start realizing? The challenges in your life to do with your money, your health, your relationships, the challenges can be your biggest gift. Your challenges can be the very, the very soulful and spiritual lesson that you needed for you to grow and for you to evolve to a point where you know that who and what you are is not the outcome. Who's following? Now, can we relate this in our own life? Here's, key, here's some key questions. One, what have you noticed your mind attached to? What, is, what have you noticed your mind attached to in terms of, oh my God, as long as that's to happen, I will feel enough or I will feel safe or I will feel loved, I will feel seen, right? What is that thing that your mind's attached to? What is the thing your mind fears most? So I see Kevin and Kelly just hanging out there. Hey guys, you got a good idea. Let's type in that. Let's type in the chat. Kelly's shared external validation, being alone. Type in the chat if you're willing, if you're courageous enough. What have you noticed your mind being attached to? Or what have you noticed your mind fearing most? Let's see what we can come up with. So for a long time, while you do that, for a long time before the collaborative calls, I would sit on my couch for about half an hour and just hold a loving safe space for the side of me that says my validation and my worthiness is determined by how many people show up. <laughs> That's really what happened to me. Actually, I know you guys see that a lot of people uh, turn up to the calls each week, uh, but there was a point last year, I can't remember, um, but there was a point where the, the numbers were getting to about 50 or so. Uh, there was about 50 people on the call uh, for one of the weeks. Then I, my mind was freaking out a little bit and said, oh my God, how do we add value to these people? And we decided to do breakout rooms. So we're doing breakout rooms. Who knows of the reason why, but once I started doing breakout rooms, numbers started drifting down. And like a couple of weeks later, instead of 50, it was like 20. And so my, what does my mind think? Holy shit. That's my worthiness gone from a 50 to a 20, <laughs> right? And so these are the sort of gifts that this, that the business journey offers us. The business journey I see as a tool for you to grow spiritually where it says, hey, let's bring up all of the fears, doubts, concerns, everything our mind is attached to, everything our ego fears most, 
everything we're in resistance to in life and let's heal the very thing in here. So not so, not just so that we'll succeed at a higher level, but so that we're not attached to it. This makes sense. What would life be like if you weren't attached to the external circumstance or results? Rather than focusing on the external success, how much peace would that bring? How much internal, how much internal fulfillment? How much joy could you bring in each moment? How much more empowered would you feel? Let's read some of these out here. So not having enough money is the biggest fear. Freedom being taken away, lack of money, attachment to safety, money being viewed as a, as a success. Do you see a theme? There's always a theme here. So let's look at this. What would your life be like if instead of your energy going out there and saying my success and my safety is attached to this external thing? What if you live from the energy as if that exists in me? Here's the example. If you live from the pattern of safety that says I need to make money to feel safe, I need this certain dollar amount to feel safe. If I give you 10 times that, will you really feel safe? Or at some level, are you unconsciously going to fear losing it? Because something that you value is still outside of you, right? But if you realize that you're the source of every dollar you've ever made through your own love, determination, creativity, if you're the source of every dollar you've ever made, even if you are to just welcome it and manifest it, that means you're your safety. Your energy, your life force, your creativity, your fun, your playfulness, your determination, your hard work, that's you. You're your safety. Does anyone have any questions? Does anyone want to share anything? Is this resonating? I just want to say that this resonates a lot and um, you've just put it in a way where it's clicked on a whole other, um, like, because I've heard these ideas before, but it's always been kind of up here. Um, and this makes it much more, not just in my body, but I can see the, the kind of like what it would be like to live like this now. Um, and in a practical, like when I go to the grocery shop, like what does that look like? Because I think a lot of the time I've heard these concepts as these big things that haven't really um, connected as much. So I just want to say thank you for that. There's a, there's some, yeah, it's good, but like that's a poor word for it. <laughs> Cool. Thanks for that. No, we appreciate it. Freaking what? awesome. Say it, Hugo. <laughs> awesome. Freaking, Freaking awesome. awesome. <laughs> I know you can do it. <laughs> well, here's a question for you, Hugo. 
what does that look like when you imagine your life, whether it is at the grocery store, what does your life look like? What, what's different, whether you feel or what are, you, what are your decisions and actions shifted once you live from this truth? Um, it's just so much, I mean, I would say multiple things. Like one, there's way less fear um, and it's just so much more grounded and real in the sense, you know, like when you look at, um, you know, like Buddhist monks or something and you see them walking, there's this kind of depth to what they're doing, even if they're doing nothing. And I get the feeling of what that would actually be like mm. um, without having to go to a monastery. Yes. Um, yes. As, uh, yeah. as I've, I've studied a lot of Carolyn Mason in the last uh, couple months and I continue to do like the audio books are on repeat now in my mind, which is what, what made me want to talk on this topic. But one thing she says is in the past, the mystics were always in monasteries for their protection. And now we're all being called because we're now mystics without monasteries. We're mis the, the, our life is our monastery and we're called in a certain way to live more divine truths in a way that is in a way that's aligned where we share it, where we actually called to, where we're called to create that ripple effect of more and more consciousness heightened level of consciousness and we're starting to live the truth of surrendering more of our mind's will for the divine will for the divine essence the divine gifts that we have the divine growth another way of saying that is especially in the world of business we're starting to surrender what our mind wants and welcome in what our soul needs so ask this question Whenever you are in business and you have a particular launch, you have a particular post, you have a particular amount of sales calls, you have whatever, whatever, you know, you feel called to do. What is it you need to surrender to and start welcoming in the insight of I'm going to allow whatever happened, knowing and trusting that life has my back, that everything is happening exactly for my spiritual growth regardless of if my mind sees it or not. Now, this is why it's impactful. We'll get to all of your hands up in a second. But this is why it's so impactful for what I said at the start of the call. When you start to learn a business strategy and you start to jump into a course or whatever, or a program, all of those who have jumped into, you know, coaching with me as well, this is the first thing we sort of tackle. I sort of start to realize where is your energy? Are you trying to learn some tactics, tools, and strategies from a place of safety? And notice the shifts of what happens when we start still applying tactics, tools, and strategies. You can still build on some really fundamental business principles, but from the energy of no matter what happens, I trust that life has my back. No matter what happens, I'm going to trust that it's all for my spiritual growth so that I can be the version of me who's called to do what I'm here to do. You're always being called to evolve. And a lot of people want to say, hey, how do I get to that success so that I can give my gift? Or how do I get to that success so my mind can make sure, oh, that's what I'm here to do. And I'm here to say, hey, how about instead of that external success, we say, what do I need to heal in here so I can become that? Right? 
who do what do I need to heal in here so that I can do that and it's often these questions your fears your uncertainties your doubts your attachments where you're in resistance this is the fundamental uh, belief if I think I'm trying to succeed from a place of safety if I'm trying to learn some tools tactics strategies from a place of safety that says hey give me the fine steps so that I can get up to this point so I don't lose my money so I am admired by other people. So I'm safe and I'm not, and I don't feel uncomfortable. What you're saying is unconsciously life doesn't have my best interest at heart. And therefore I have to try to protect everything because life doesn't have my best interest. I don't trust life. I don't trust God. I don't trust the universe. I don't trust my higher self. So I have to cling to this safety and say, I'm just going to try and follow my calling and follow my divine gifts while holding on to this illusion that I'm in control so my mind can be satisfied. What happens when you let that go and you say, you know what? I'm willing to go on the path and the journey, regardless of what my mind thinks. It says, show me who and what I really am regardless of the consequences. What happens when you can love the side of you that can go broke, love the side of you that can fail, love the side of you that can be judged, love the side of you that can be alone, and you still feel that divine essence, that divine safety, that divine uh, love unconditionally in yourself. What would that do to your business as a byproduct? What would that do to your life as a byproduct? What would that do to your health, your energy, your vitality, your finances, your ability to be on a call like this and hold space for people or run your own events, Facebook lives, whatever it is, what would that energy be coming through you? Kelly, your virtual hands probably tired. <laughs> Do you have any questions or concerns or areas of focus? What, what, what do you have? I just, um, going off of Hugo's uh, comment and um, feedback that he gave us and then kind of um, along with yours, I spent um, time in Nepal actually at a monastery, at a, a Buddhist monastery and we learned about Tibet Buddhism. And I can say that like the three things that I took away from that whole experience was, um, there's, it's a circle of life. So if we, we create harm in this lifetime, if you believe in reincarnation, in the next lifetime, you're going to get, you know, that harm done to you. So we need to live, leave this world a better place. Also, daily rituals. The first half of their day is all about self-love and self-care, like their chores, their meditations or mindfulness, um, learning, being a, a student of life. The four-year-olds teach the 85-year-olds and the 85-year-olds teach the four-year-olds um and then don't get attached to people places and things because they come and go and that's part of life and there's birth and there's death um whether that's energetically or you know your physical body leaving this earth plane um and then they don't have identities that's why they wear the robes and their heads are shaped because they don't they're not attached to their identities so those are a few comments i wanted to share and it's very very fascinating and being in that energy like hugo said just seeing it feeling it breathing it it's next level so i just wanted to share my experience and 
validate everything that you're saying, Tyson and Hugo and everybody. Cool, thank yeah. you. Hello, Kevin. <laughs> There's Hello. Kevin, yeah. <laughs> uh, awesome, thanks guys. Thanks for uh, your input. Let's, let's go on to Trish. Uh, yeah, very similar. Um, you know, as I was sitting with yours, because I've been meditating with that question for the last week. And what this reminds me of is in the Course in Miracles, um, the, it, it really boils down to a single prayer, and it is, Lord, heal me. And, and that is the only prayer. And the reason that it's the only prayer is that if you're asking for anything other than that, what you're asking for is basically indicating a state of lack. So if I say, you know, Lord, can you bring me more clients, I'm in essence saying, I don't have the clients and therefore, can you bring me the thing that I think that I need that I don't actually need? So, so they, the super simple prayer, and I share this because different things resonate with different people. Uh, and I love that question that you have. And like I said, I've, I've got it on my sticky note and I, I meditated on it daily. Um, and, but for those who this may resonate with Lord heal me is the simple prayer that in essence gets to the, to the core of the same piece. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. And it's, and it's not heal me in the way my mind thinks, right? There's no, no caveats, no yeah. conditions, yes. <laughs> no descriptors. Yes. Little Lord, heal no me. No conditions. Because <laughs> what might happen is say, hey, Lord, heal me. And all of a sudden you go broke. And you say, God, what the F? I said, heal me. And then all of a sudden you see, oh, I needed to lose the thing I'm attached to, to find who and what I really am. Right? Without expectation, without judgments, without assumptions, it's, it's really show me who and what I really am and heal me, heal, heal me, heal within me energetically so that I can give what I'm here to give to the world. That's very, very different. Right? John. What do you have, my friend? Hey, Tyson, thanks. Yeah, this, this just resonates perfectly. Uh, all of the teaching of Tyson's fabulous. Um, and uh, Tricia, you mentioned the Course in Miracles. I've been studying that for 20 years. And um, um, intellectually, it, uh, it's tough. But uh, then I experienced a transformation energy in one week, which just completely transformed my life three years ago. And um, then I decided to jump off a cliff financially and, and just uh, decide to build a, a worldwide global holistic network, and, which uh, I had no idea how I was going to do that. Uh, but I just uh, trusted that it was going to happen. I didn't know how it was going to happen. And, and here it's happening. And uh, it's like you just wake up every day and you walk into the unknown again every single day and you just trust. And you just keep doing it and keep doing it and keep doing it. And it's the experience of doing that that um, miracles do happen. Uh, yeah. <laughs> miracles do happen, guys, uh, and you can't believe it. Uh, and it's, it's you're you're stepping into the unknown every single day, and you just keep it stepping in there, keep stepping in there. And yeah, miracles do happen. Miracles show up every day in my life right now. So I'm I'm just uh, I'm 64 years of age. Three years ago, I woke up, guys. Three years ago, I woke up, and I'm just I'm so alive right now. It's incredible. So I, I just want to share that with you guys. It's there's no there's no secrets. There's no secret. It's just life. Your life. 
you are life and you can only this is your chance yeah how are you going to show up that's it yeah what you're saying is a, a, such an important point because on this path i know we started the call with with sharing if you're following if you're trying to follow business strategies tools and tactics look at the energy in which you're coming from but what you've said here john is that you've able to follow this path through divine trust and deep levels of surrender and just going on your next step now here's what you here's what your mind will want your mind will want the five steps that says hey here's how to go from here to here so i can succeed with safety And we've all know, many of us know the, the, the saying, best way to make God laugh is to show him your plan. And that's because often, especially if you're called to go on a spiritual journey, you're, the way in which you show your surrender is by doing the one next step that you feel called to, even if you don't know why, and even if it makes no sense. If you feel called to do something, if you feel it's in your expansion, your highest excitement, despite being scary, it's really life saying, hey, are you willing to take this step before your next one? We don't know for a reason. There's some divine, there's divine lessons in there for us to learn. The fact we don't know what to do next. The fact we don't know that once we take this next step, where that next step's gonna go. It's saying, can you, can you trust more deeply? And can you surrender the will of your mind and welcome in the will of the divine? Welcome in the, a, a higher power, a higher calling that's so much bigger than what your mind can see. That's really what's happening. What's happening is you're following an energy that's so much bigger than what your mind can see. And this is why your heart's calling. If you, if you breathe right now, and we'll get to you in a second, Lee. If you breathe right now, intuitively instinctively can you feel that you have a calling can you feel you have a deeper purpose here can you feel that there's a divine reason for you being here maybe you might have asked it and said for what re what reason am i here why am i here if you've ever asked yourself that question you've asked to go on the, on the spiritual path You've asked to consciously, I know we're all going on a spiritual path. You're, you're, you're asking, become more conscious of your spiritual path. Become more conscious of the decisions and actions you make and have them be aligned with your spiritual journey. And so if you do go broke, get sick, be insulted, have your mum leave you, have whatever, whatever happened in a natural disaster, can you ask yourself the questions from a spiritual point of view? What does this mean here? What does this mean for me? What divine gifts, lessons am I learning for my own spiritual growth? So that I can realize who and what I really am and therefore give that to the world. Can you see how this relates to business? I'll be touching upon this in the, the group project that we're doing next week. The lead, for those of you who are joining the lead with, lead with Heart group project, we're tapping into a little bit of this as well. Lee, what do you have? Hey, Tice. Um, 
little bit on just sharing with people. You and I had a beautiful conversation there last week. And my mission and purpose really came to me in a profound way through a plant medicine ceremony that I took um, a week and a half ago, two weeks ago. Um, and that basically solidified what I already knew, but just cemented it for me was that I'm a messenger here to use my networks and my online abilities to help people to who it resonates with to wake up and to say now is the time that we need to start speaking up if we don't feel things are, are resonating with us in the world like in Australia in particular we've got a lot of pressure on us so that was one and number two was to let the um, light workers and the healers and the people know that you know as the the veils of true veils of illusion are lifted soon it's i mean it has to come soon there's so many so many so many lies in the background i'm just going to call the gorilla in the room here and so that's my calling to let the light workers and the healers know to you know that we're going to have to hold space this came to me in the medicine that we're going to have to hold space remain calm and as people are purging for us to support these people, we are going to have more work, in my opinion. We are going to have more work and more people that are going to need people like the people on the serving circle to support people as the truth starts to come out. So with that, Tyson, question two came up. What is the, what is the thing your mind fears most? What evolved out of that is, you know, they're literally saying here in Australia that the, the the premier here has said we're building detention camps here fema camps and we have no hesitation in putting people who are speaking out in these camps right so all of a sudden i've got this fear of almost an anger of being arrested and so just what i did was and so that was in my mind and it's an illusion it's in the future and so i really tapped in i'm like where does that fear come from and i went back to my childhood and my dad would pick me up every second weekend. And I lived with my mum most of the time. And I had freedom to wear the clothes I want, ride the bikes in the suburbs and go everywhere and do everything I wanted. And when my dad would pick me up, my stepmom put me in clothes I didn't like, wasn't allowed to go anywhere. It was, there was a bit of resentment there. And so I realized I didn't want to get picked up every second weekend. There was this real resistance. And so when I connected the two and go, wow, it's the same emotion, I went did a, back and did a little bit of cord cutting um, with that to release that energy. Um, and also just ask myself the question, how did that benefit me? And when I look back, if my mum didn't do that and, and I didn't go through that as a child, she was preparing me for this time now. She gave me the core value of freedom through of what I perceived was a void of lack of freedom. And so that's why freedom is so such a strong core value for me. So then I just did a bit of work going back and saying thank you to her and finding love in the places that, that, I, that I am most adamant that it wasn't. And then reversing that and instead using that as, as to say thank you to something that I perceived. And it's amazing now, I don't have the fear of being arrested. I actually see police come past here now and I'm just shedding white light. I'm like, white light, white light, those dudes, white light, white light. <laughs> and it's gone. So it's, um, yeah, I just wanted to share that, Tyson, because these are beautiful questions, man. Yeah, powerful awesome. stuff, man. Powerful stuff. I think when we just live from the place and, and, the, and the, the truth, 
more and more that we're, we are all one. We're all connected. It's, it's the number one intention I have whenever I send someone a message, whenever I jump on a call, whenever, you know, whether it's a collaborative call, a group call, my group coaching calls, that's just what I, my, that's my intention. Um, I, the intention is we are all one. The intention is that we are, we're all connected. And if you can come from that heart space, everything flows. What's meant to, what's meant to flow will, and there'll be very, very, there'll be such a significant amount of less resistance, right? I, it really doesn't, it concerns me less of what's happening in your life and more a concern to me of, are you in surrender to it? It's balancing that, it's balancing, how do I surrender while also following my calling? That's the balance. The calling may be stand up and, and say something, right? Clearly, Lee, that's a calling of yours. Your heart's saying, hey, here's, here's where we can stand up and we can make a difference. And we can all come together to create this impact. That's your heart calling you there. And we're all being called in some level to take action. We're here to take action. We're here to influence the world. We're here to give our gifts. We're here to, you know, we're, we're here to follow our expansion while simultaneously surrendering to the outcome simultaneously surrendering to the outcome saying i'm being called here that's why i'm doing it i'm not doing it for an outcome i'm not doing it for an attachment to an outcome i'm doing this because i'm doing this i'm doing this because i'm called to do this right so whether whether i feel called to do a collaborative call and it's just me and trish we just show up more and more now i'm like that's what's meant to happen and then throughout my day I'll get triggered by something else and I'll have another challenge in my life. And then I'll ask myself the question, how is this helping me grow? What skills, what internal uh, resources am I strengthening because of this challenge? What am I being called to become? So a few key questions before we, before we finish up. I've already got those key questions down, but what Hugo was saying, is a key piece and that is how am i being called to implement this through my divine gifts through these through this internal uh lesson how does that look in my life what action and what decisions am i called to to live this truth to live the truth of we are all one to live the truth that i am being called to grow spiritually the truth that i'm i'm being called to surrender and welcome in a higher power. What might that be? What is a decision and an action? And that decision is going to be scary to your mind. That's how you know the healing's in it. For those of you who, who have um, checked out the, the complimentary course, the Spirit in Business course, you know that that walks you through exactly how to do the inner healing, exactly to identify and to heal those internal patterns. So you have that resource. But really what it comes down to is how are you going to live this? When you have someone that triggers you, when you have a thing that doesn't go the way your mind thinks it should, or even when something you have this blessing, this divine gift, this synchronicity come your way, can you see the blessing in that as well? Like what John's saying, meant as these things unfolded and I just followed my path and I just surrendered to it and believed in miracles and all of a sudden it happened. It's, the, it's welcoming in those blessings. So what decision, action are you willing to make to live this way? That's where the rubber meets the road. That's how you 
telling the universe or your, your higher self, hey, I, I trust you, I believe in this, and therefore I'm making my decisions and actions from this place, regardless of what, what my mind thinks. Who's willing to do that? Cool. To me, you put the business on top of that, you're going to welcome in some miracles. If you don't believe me, connect with John and he'll tell you. <laughs> he'll tell you. So any other questions before we finish up? Has this, First of all, has this been helpful? Cool. Thanks for listening to the Awaken Your Business podcast. If you're a heart-centered business owner, you know that selling, marketing, and business strategy can bring up a lot of fear, doubt, and scarcity. And this is why I created the community on Facebook called The Serving Circle. It's in here where you get to grow your business as a byproduct of asking the question, how may I serve? It's on our weekly Zoom collaborative calls where you get to serve by meeting like-minded people and organizing collaborations, service exchanges, and partnerships so together we can heighten consciousness through business success. So just search The Serving Circle in your Facebook groups and you'll see that you're just one heartfelt collaboration away from reaching your biggest business goal. Take care now.